Welcome to the Weekend Wrap-Up. This is Zoe, the work-study student here at KLRC. If you're like me, sometimes you don't catch things as they're happening on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. Here's some highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Isaac and Robert from Middays, and the drive home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. First, here's a positive difference story from the morning show with Mark and Christy. All right, so Lindsay Wallace is here in Northwest Arkansas. Okay. She's a up-and-coming artist, talented, and wanted to do something to use her talents and give back to our Northwest Arkansas community. Okay, I love this already. Okay. So she had a little idea this summer. She was like, hey, what if I started an art club in my backyard? Kids can come, they can learn art, love it just like I do, and do something productive for the summer. Love that. So she did it. Started the program this summer. Kids had a way to learn, have fun, get some energy out as well. She said it was an opportunity to teach them the value of art and the power of art. And so then she had all this art that they've created Mm -hmm. over the summer. She's like, what are we going to do with this? So she came up with an idea that they would take the art and auction it on eBay to let the kids see the power of art and how it can help other people. Okay. So the funds are going to go to the Children's Safety Center, in which will actually even use art, some of the art, in the children's healing process as well. Oh. So this is like... Look at that! All kinds I love of it. goodness coming out of this. Uh, so here's what she found out. She said in 2021, the Children's Safety Center helped 632 children with their services. So she's put the art up for bid, starting bid for all the art is $632 in honor of the 632 kids. Wow. I like this. I love that. So they have not actually... I don't think they've closed the bid. I think it's it's up there. And uh, they said the kids are overjoyed at the idea Mm -hmm. that they can help their community in a big way just from something they did. That's amazing. I wonder how you search it on eBay if you just type in... I would think... That's a good question. I'll have to walk to see if we can find it. Zia. Yeah. Uh, her name is Lindsay Wallace. Okay. Who coordinated the whole thing. So there shout you out go, to you, Lindsay. Lindsay. No All kidding. Right. That is our Positive Difference story of the day today. I love hearing Positive Difference stories that are happening in our community. Super awesome that they're using art in this way and also getting kids involved. Overall, what a testament to what God can do in our communities when we see opportunities like teaching kids to paint. Up next is the winner of the Best Dad Joke Contest. Dad Joke Alert. These are good ones. <coughs> Dad jokes may cause high rolling, involuntary giggling, and rarely but occasionally snort laughing. <laughs> Listen at your own risk. I don't even know why I laughed those. All right, you ready for this? I am so ready. All right, this came from the shout out on the KLRC app. Hey, KLRC, this is Christina from Bentonville. I know they're called dad jokes, but this one's from a mom. I had a dream last night that the ocean was orange. Turns out it was just a fantasy. Fantasy. Thank you so much for being the positive difference in my family's morning. Have a good one. Yes, Christina, bring it in. Fantasy. I like it. Got it. Mom getting in on the dad joke. I like it. Um, should we try call her this yeah. morning? Yeah. See if we can give her some Tim Hawkins Why concert not? tickets. Let's wake her up. Christina. Hey, Christina, good morning. We know it's early. It's Mark and Christy, and we were calling with some good news. Oh, great. How are you all? Yeah, we're good. We were worried about calling you so early, so we're glad you're awake. Did we wake you up? Oh, no. My son has a 
Oh, oh girl. Yeah, you're like halfway done with the day already. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, your dad joke is amazing. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. I actually send a dad joke every week to one of my um, work partners. So we ask, it's someone who I've never met, but we have we email back and forth every week to get some work done. And so I say, hey, I'll send you the first part of a dad joke, and then you can guess. And then when I say, you know, that I received yours back, I'll tell you the punchline. That's fun. Look at all that. So we get work done. Well, look at all that prep. You know what I'm saying? It's you were like made for this. You were made for this contest. Like you are the dad joke pro. Well, it's fun. <laughs> so here's good news. We're gonna send you tickets to see Tim Hawkins on us, okay? Oh, that's so awesome. I am a big fan of dad jokes, especially if they're clever and witty. Even though a rough dad joke will just hurt my soul, I can appreciate the puns. So I am super excited to see Tim Hawkins here in Northwest Arkansas. And if you're just as excited as I am, I hope you'll join me. You can find ticket information on the KLRC calendar. Now, Mark got to interview Mercy Me, and here's what they had to say about their new upcoming album. I got to jump on Zoom with Mercy Me yesterday. Yeah, which is so cool. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. They um, they couldn't join us during the show this morning, so they did a little Zoom session. And um, yeah, we had this really great conversation. They, I mean, they've been around for so long. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. Uh, and they have a new album that's coming out next month. And so we started off the conversation. I thought I'd share a little bit of it this morning. Um, I'm talking about this new album that... It's kind of a completely different direction. The last album they did, uh, they shared a little bit about it, like it was it was supposed to be literally a breath of fresh air, kind of inhale, exhale mm-hmm. in yep. the middle of the pandemic, all right. the heaviness. Uh, and they're doing something a little different this time around. The album's called Always Only Jesus, which is an F, uh, the title of one of the songs. But man, after going through COVID, um, you know, we spent all that time making inhale, exhale and um it's like right when the pandemic started, you know, everybody's tour shut down. And so every artist went to social media to stay in touch with their fans. And we were seeing 20 of the most gut-wrenching emotional performances a day. It was like watching the notebook mm. a day. And we were like, man, I can't cry anymore. And it was, we really want to do something that made people smile and want to dance. And, and so we, we kind of came, we kind of uh, consumed with that with Inhale, Exhale to where it's like, instead of writing another, even if we want to do a disco song with Gloria Gaynor. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so we really had fun with that. But then, um, and it, I don't know how intentional it was, but there were s- several songs that were not necessarily corporate worship, these worship type songs that we kind of, we kind of set to the side because we were like, man, we really want to, we just really are into this. And it was, it was very therapeutic just to make, you know, like fun, just different music than we'd normally do. Yeah. And when we finished one of the songs that didn't make the record was then Christ came. And, and that one, we knew it was special, but we were just in this other zone. And so we set it aside, wanting it to be a single for whatever was to come next. And, and, um, and that one kind of pointed us in the right direction. Um, um, you know, it's after everything we've gone through, I think there's a lot of division within the body of Christ and, and, uh, uh, you know, a, a, just I think we've all kind of had these crazy moments in the pandemic, and and instead of like, how do you address the elephant in the room, and and how do you try to bring people together, and 
we realize that, man, it, it, it has to be about Jesus. I know it's a Sunday school answer, but it's, it, we can get so caught, you know, stuck in the weeds sometimes with other things. And it's like, have to be able to agree, to agree on Jesus. And, uh, and so, and I think this album was important for us too. Just, you know, it's like, uh, we kind of, you know, this creative thing or whatever, wherever we a rabbit hole went down and, and inhale, exhale, this one was like, man, this feels like mercy me over the years, like the God with us and all of creation. And, and, um, and it was like, man, this is something that we need as much as anybody else just to, you know, to blatantly point to Christ in this and these songs. And what turned out to was going to be a five song EP around then Christ came became a full album and a really, really important album for us. And, uh, and, um, man, I just, I'm, it's kind of the perfect storm. I'm so excited for people to hear the record because it's starting to feel like we're back getting back to normal. And, you know, last time the album came out and we waited, gosh, forever to be able to even play a live show. Yeah. And so this one releases two days for the tour starts and is super excited about it all feeling like it, what it used to feel like, I guess. I really appreciate what they're talking about when it comes to feeling divided in the church. I do think the pandemic didn't help with the divisions we're feeling in America right now, but I hope that God can light fires inside of us to come together, to read God's truth in scripture, and share Jesus. I know all of us probably feel the same way, wanting love to spread and communities to grow instead of division. And you know, maybe Mercy Me's music can help us do that. Art does have the power to change things, and their new album sounds pretty cool. Next is Isaac from Middays, who seems like a rather loving brother. So as a big brother, this has got me rolling today. This is Isaac. Thanks for hanging out with me. A mom has shared a hilarious contract she found written by her oldest son and signed by her youngest kid. In a viral post on the internet, a mom shared a photo of this handwritten note saying, You agreed to play this game, so if you get hurt, you can't tell on me. Underneath a line is signed by the younger sibling that wrote the word, yes. <laughs> I love this. And honestly, I'm a little bit upset that as a rough older brother, I never once thought to have my younger siblings sign a contract saying they won't tattle on me. This is genius. I think both of these siblings are going far. I love this. Funny enough, I am also a big sibling and did something very similar to this ingenious kid that Isaac describes. When I was 15, I wanted to make a short film, and so I got all four of my siblings to sign an acting contract, making sure that they don't bail on me when we start filming. I asked my mom not to tell them that it wasn't a legal contract. But hey, I was a good sister. I paid them in candy. Here's some more from Isaac. Side hustles are always good, and you know what? I want to encourage people, if they want to have that entrepreneurial streak, to pursue it. See what you can make of yourself. Uh, this one it gets a little dicey, though. A TikTok user has gone viral for posting a video on September 5th where he showed that he had started his own quote-unquote restaurant after buying a bunch of frozen pizzas from Walmart and then selling them on DoorDash out of his kitchen. He said, I ordered a bunch of pizzas with boxes of my logo on them because I have to look professional. I then went to Walmart to buy all the frozen pizza. He said, I went home and set up a few things on the tablet that DoorDash sent me, and our restaurant was live. Uh, we're using the term restaurant there very, very loosely. And DoorDash actually has been involved in this now, responding to one commenter with their official account, saying that they'll have their legal department look into whether or not this is a type of trademark infringement of uh, bizarre. I think that I would be 
a little upset if I bit into what I knew was a DiGiorno pizza that I paid for delivery. Um, isn't that delivery? Like DiGiorno's thing, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. This guy is literally breaking the entire DiGiorno spirit here. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. He's getting it delivered. Um, I would feel a little upset. But that stuffed crust is good though still, so I don't know if I could be eating pizza and upset at the same time. Maybe that's what he's banking on. That sounds less like a side hustle and more like a scam, if you ask my opinion. It makes me wonder how many other restaurants are doing the exact same thing, and we just don't know it yet. That's kind of scary, so I'm just going to stick with buying my own oven-baked pizzas. Speaking of side hustles, have you ever hoped your side hustle or your passion project could turn into your real job? I am all about people living their dreams, pursuing their passions, and here's Robert with a story about a guy who did exactly that. 90.9 KLRC. Hey, it's Robert, and I so admire folks who can find a way to combine their passions with living their best life. I was reading about this guy, Ryan Stewart, who lives in New York, and he is a dog walker. Mm -hmm. He's been walking dogs for 20 years, and guess what? He's averaging $120,000 a year. Just walking dogs, loving on the animals that have loved him his whole life. You must be a pretty good dog walker to be living comfortably from walking dogs. But way to go for him. I'm sure that's what we all want and hope for, doing something we love without the financial stress. And sometimes we gain new passions and missions in life. Robert shares a story about that. 90.9 KLRC, I'm Robert, and Janet Dennis out of Philadelphia received one of the greatest gifts. Now, she's 67 years old, and she never really considered herself much of an active person throughout most of her life. She spent 35 years as a social worker for the Department of Human Services in Philadelphia, and then she went to the doctor, and the doctor said that she had a virus that was attacking her heart and putting her into heart failure, and you can imagine what a shock that was. Was. And so here's Janet wondering what she's going to do with the, the little bit of life that seemed to be left to her. And she ended up getting on the transplant list and received a brand new heart. So with this gift, Janet said she wanted the people to know how thankful she was, how grateful she was to have this second chance at life that she began doing Olympic style training. And she's been a part of the transplant games of America at 67 years old she is winning gold medals she just wants the world to know she is thankful i am amazed at what humans can accomplish when they put their minds to it on the one hand it makes me look at my own life and feel like i haven't accomplished much but on the other hand it encourages me to know that i can do things so long as i work hard and put my mind to it now Anson has seemingly put his mind to reaching the goal of having all three of his children potty trained. Easier said than done, right? Here's Anson and Kara from The Drive Home. You know, Kara, there's a number of milestones in parenting, like your kid's first day of school, ah. maybe when your child gets their driver's license yes. for the first time, Big of course, deal. when they graduate. But I got to say, my, I think, next major parental milestone is getting all three of my kids fully potty trained. <laughs> That's really a, looking forward to that that's one. That's a big one. Yeah, the uh, three-year-old right now is the lone holdout. Oh, boy. He's kind of right in the middle of that training currently. Yeah. But uh, yesterday, we had a little bit of an experience that seems to indicate that we still have a little ways to go <laughs> in this. Okay. So yesterday, my family, we were all hanging out together, 
And uh, Axel hopped up on his uncle's lap as we were sitting around outside. Oh, boy. Around a campfire. Uh-huh. And this is the conversation that followed. Uh, <laughs> uncle says, uh, Axel, are, are you wet? <laughs> and he says, yeah, very nonchalantly, I had accident. <laughs> when did you have an accident? Earlier. Oh. Uh, Where did you have an accident? Oh. Inside. Oh, no. And that was about the point where I jumped in to ask some uh, follow-up <laughs> questions, I guess you could say. Oh, dear. Let's just say I'm not quite comfortable with how comfortable Axel was uh-huh. and how all this was going down. Oh, so we no. got some work to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I couldn't help but laugh from hearing that story. Kids are great, but they're also a lot. So I applaud you, Anson, for your hard work being a dad. It's hard But it's also God's work. Yes, even potty training is God's work. So if you're currently a parent in that place, you're doing God's work. You're doing awesome. Up next is Kara sharing some rather disheartening news, especially if you happen to work on a computer or laptop. Seems like there's a new scientific study being announced just about every day, Anson, about things we're eating that are good, bad, or indifferent for us, Uh, exercising, all the things. It's hard to keep up with. It is hard to keep up with. Well, today, I have a rather dismal one to pass along. Oh, no. If you love your smartphone Uh or your computer or Uh any screen, uh, it could be that the blue light that's emitted by that screen is making you look older before your time. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I knew that it was like, you know, keeping me awake at night. I've heard that. Sure. But I, but like hurting your eyes, doing all that yeah, stuff. Keeping me But now, older? apparently it's going to make you look older as well. That's a new Mr. one. Mr. Super Smart Scientist says, oh, well, it just, our study suggests that avoidance of excessive blue light exposure may be a good anti-aging strategy. Oh, hmm. sure. No problem. It's a good thing I only spend about like 10 to 12 hours <laughs> of my day staring at some yeah. sort of screen. <laughs> I am in the same place as Kara. I spend most of my days in front of a computer screen for work or school, so this is just great. But it's a good thing I also love hiking and going outside. Just more motivation to get out there. And finally, one last word from Anson and Kara about prayer. Have you ever felt like sometimes you struggle with prayer? Mm. One of my daughters feels that way. Her sister seems to really enjoy leading times of prayer, Yeah, but she just doesn't feel comfortable with it. And I asked her why the other day, and she gave an answer that I think probably a lot of us can relate to, child or adult. Yeah. She said, I'm just not any good at it. Oh. And so here's some truth, if you feel that way, that I think might help a bit. Prayer is not a place to be good. Mm. It's a place to be honest. Yeah. Right? I mean, many of us spend the bulk of our Christian lives trying to be good at prayer. Right. I know I've done this. Oh, like, yeah. Prayer is a place to stand before God and perform, mm. and you feel like you're always failing miserably. Yeah. But if you think God wants us to prove our worth in his presence, that kind of attitude is where prayer lives go to die. Mm. Oh, wow. So if this is something you struggle with, rest in these truths today. Prayer is not a place to be good. It's a place to be honest. Mm. Prayer is not a place to perform It's a place to be present. And prayer is not a place to be right. It's a place to be known. So good. I love what Anson said about prayer, how it's about honesty. 
Just being honest before God, not performing, not saying the perfect thing, just being in his presence. It becomes such a beautiful thing when we do that and deepens our relationship with him when we can just be ourselves. If you're struggling at all with prayer, we have an amazing resource called Prayer Starters. It's a short daily podcast hosted by Suzanne Eller, and all she does is walk you through some scripture, encouragement, and prompt you into that conversation with God. I highly recommend it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.